Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Good And welcome Izzy to the chat. Aloha. Izzy. Hey. Oh my god. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh no, oh, shit, yeah, the world's sure, uh... gonna stop. Man, Massachusetts bans all alcohol sales for seven days. Oh, oh no! Oh, you... oh, this is, this is, this yeah, shit Utah has not yet. Yeah, yeah, there was some, uh, some thing that was sent on Facebook that was like, yeah, Utah's tough liquor store sales, and I'm like, why? They need money yeah. too. When Texas is now delivering margaritas by the gallon, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We just found out, like, literally 20 minutes ago that there is a liquor store 14 minutes from us. A 14-minute nice. walk. <laughs> like, less than a mile. Walks. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, drive. I've got one within five minutes, at least. Less. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, yeah. It was, it's apparently at the uh, the Wyndham down the street. Yeah. Uh, the timeshares. And it's like, wait, has it been there the whole time? Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we know about this, Steve? Uh, oh, that's what I have to do. I'm going to go mix up some suffering bastards. Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry, sorry. I found, though, that my least favorite sound in the history of the world is now the sound of a basketball hitting the pavement. Oh. All day, every day. Wait, is, it, is this neighbor kids or? Oh, yeah, yeah, everywhere. As someone who loves that sound, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It gets, like, it I, gets I can't old. Get that. No, no, it gets old so fast. I've been stuck inside for a month. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Is it? Is it really that your heart longs to go out there and join them? But you know, social dis- distancing. It's like you're playing like the Golden State Warriors, just standing on four corners and one person rebound. No. No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Not even a little bit. No. Are you mixing drinks back there? What's all that glass? Yeah, Izzy's Izzy's making some uh some suffering bastard cocktails. Uh, hey babe, what's in a suffering bastard? Suffering bastard is ginger beer, limes, uh, simple syrup, gin, brandy, and bitters. There you go. That sounds like suffering. No, no. <laughs> brandy gin ginger beer bitters and i think some syrup in there to i don't know sweeten it up <laughs> it sounds little... like the ingredients of peppa cake mm. <laughs> how dare you <laughs> well i assure you they're delicious <laughs> and by the way everybody knows epic is really tequila <laughs> It's like tequila and avocado mixed together. That's that's basically how you make a ep- ep- epitad or whatever. Epitac. Epitac. 
Epicac. Epicac. That's right. That's right. You gotta say it like you're Bostonian. Epicac. Epicac. You gotta say it like you're JFK. I are, uh, don't enjoy Epicac. Epicac. And I've already been invited on both Cult 45 and HVH for Patreon episodes about Tiger King. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we could be like the, uh, the the resident redneck experts now with this Fast and Furious binging we've been doing. And yeah. I've we been invited on several as well. Steve and Izzy! <laughs> <laughs> to the white phone! Steve and Izzy on the white phone. <laughs> oh, it's rotary. <laughs> I thought it was just a tin can hanging off. A <laughs> tin can and a string. Like, mm-hmm. hey guys, are you there? <laughs> that sounds like a Tiger King phone. Klondike 555. <laughs> Connect, please. It, it's like a burner that's powered by Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> just shake it up really quick. Hello, is this Stizzy? <laughs> I'm looking for Stizzy, please. You gotta say it like a... <laughs> You have a collect call for a Grady County jail. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> He's suing for like $94 million and he wants a pardon. Ugh. <laughs> He'll get one. Let's meet in the middle. How about just a pardon? <laughs> he can't get a pardon because it's, it's not a federal crime, is it? I thought he was in a county jail. For now. Who knows when that was? I don't know. The whole recording process was like, uh, what? Like when when exactly was this filmed? I don't even know. That's what I kept yeah. on asking. It and was they, like they jumped oh. around in time a time a bunch, and I was like, wait a minute, if this happened where this person was still alive, mm. <laughs> now I'm confused. Uh, well, we'll get to it. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Just one more moment. We'll just uh, start without Drew here, but uh, gotta have the the lovely wife here. And the pups. Boy! I say, it's not mine this time. It's mine. My dogs are acting like Steve's cats tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Michael, I have to ask, when are we getting a review on the album? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's not available on streaming. I saw that there was an EP streaming, actually, but I didn't see, like, the full-on album, so... It must, uh, he must not have streaming services. There were some that were like on Amazon for like 10 bucks, but I assume it's just like digital download or something. <laughs> From what I understand, the original band who did it is attempting to get the uh, the album rights so that they can release it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most crushing blow of this all. I mean, I, I was like, this guy, he's not that bad. Right. I mean, I, oh, I, if you I, believed he was the one like, singing that, you believe Carol Baskin is innocent. <laughs> Police. But no, Guess what, motherfuckers? I got an album dropping. You never close got, your eyes anymore. <laughs> I got a judgment still against me from that bitch down there in Florida. My husband died in October, and I just got remarried in December. Who the fuck cares? Tell all the hunters. Lay down their guns Tell them that the tiger Needs a little bit of love Let them run the jungle Let them roam their land Then stand back and marvel What a beautiful 
Everybody, thank you for joining us. If we could just go around the room and have everybody introduce themselves, let us know which county jail you're calling from, and... Um, oh, one word to sum up the series. Uh, one word to sum up the Tiger King series. Uh, Craig, you want to start? Yeah, this is Craig Price calling from the Orange County Jail, uh, home of Johnny Cash and other notables. But uh, I, I, I would... Mine's a hyphenate. Bat shit. <laughs> wait, wait, checking the dictionary. Yes, bat shit counts. Excellent, we will, excellent. We will accept it. Uh, Liz, how about you? Uh, Liz Cerna, Nerdy Bitches Podcast, calling in from the Galveston County Jail here in Texas. And my word would be WTF. <laughs> excellent. Thank you, Liz. Uh, Michael, are you there? Uh, this is Michael Bagford. I'm calling from the Champaign County Jail in Urbana, uh, home of Clancy Brown. The show is great! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my lovely wife, Izzy. Hi, my name is Izzy. I'm calling from the Eden County Jail, or I guess Weber County Jail. <laughs> and, uh, whoa. <laughs> Just, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> And of course, uh, this is Steve from the Fortress of Solitude uh, Correctional Facility. And yeah, my word, Florida. I mean, <laughs> I, I know only like half of this happens in Florida, but there is nothing more Florida than this show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta play Oklahoma or Florida here. <laughs> and don't forget there's a little South Carolina that's a little, that great creepy dude, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Vegas. Well, Vegas is just a stopover, but that guy, that that doc who calls himself Baraga or whatever, he's like the Lord. He, him and his, in his polygamous cult. Yeah, he totally shops from the daddy issues section of Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so did everybody just like binge it as soon as they, they started watching it? Yep. Yep. We watched it over a couple of days. We, <laughs> my wife has to work. And so we can only watch it for like a couple hours each night. Yeah, I think we did in about a 24-hour period over two days. It was basically like the first two episodes. It was late and it was like, all right, let's get some sleep so we can start watching this again. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I got Opera Man to watch the first episode with me. He was like, I'm not interested. I'm like, I don't care. Sit down. Just watch it with me. It was Saturday afternoon. Yeah, we watched that stretch shit all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that they did a great job of ending every episode because every episode was like, what the fuck? And then yeah. we have to watch the next episode. And then yep. sometimes we'd, be like, we'd watch like the first 10 minutes and go, no, this is going to take too long. We'll have to watch this tomorrow. It was just like every episode, there was something more bizarre happening that you just couldn't believe. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Basically, the first episode, we get a little uh, behind the scenes on the whole thing about, you know, of course, uh, Joe five. Shrive Vogel, a.k.a. Joe Exotic, and his uh, GW Zoo and all that wonderful stuff. And, oh, my God, the incredible cast of characters that work in his employ. Uh, God, there's a, that Eric guy with the long blonde mm -hmm. hair. Definitely never doing that. that, guy. that never yeah, I don't know, that guy seems trustworthy to me. No, at the, when at the very end, which I don't want to get to right away, but he starts crying. And then, uh, uh, you know, about the animals. And it's like... Fuck you, you disingenuous asshole. I did feel he was probably one of maybe four people who were not, in fact, murderers. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, well, of the people we're talking about, I think he may have he's killed a couple tigers. Seth is the only one that I believe is innocent in this whole deal. Cause 
he lost an arm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no no no! But also the guy uh, the guy who lost his legs in the uh, oh, ziplining accident. Rinky. Yeah. Rinky. Mm-hmm. Rinky's not R- Rinky. Rinky's just like the the dudes I grew up with. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the four. <laughs> Uh, oh god I think we're also introduced to the uh, Joe's husbands in the first episode too I don't don't remember if that's the first one or the second one but uh, good old John Finley and Travis which is just proof that all straight men in America are a bag of meth and a tiger away from being gay (laughs) (laughs) picket fence that smile is good grief (laughs) Uh, Craig I'll have you know he does have teeth now he went uh, to Twitter to (laughs) confirm everything and of course they're saying that he looks like Hugh Jackman which is bullshit I'm like Uh, no he doesn't now he looks like a a normal redneck and let's see how good they are five years from now it's like I don't think that guy wore a shirt through the whole thing and that includes the sitting inside doing an interview part it's like "Mm." we did no 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 Steve and I found a scene where he's wearing a shirt he is in bed wearing a shirt. <laughs> it's, his, it's his night shirt. Exactly. Got to get, gotta get dressed up. Don't want to get those sheets dirty. Yeah, th- he probably just had another tattoo, so he had to cover it. And, you know, the guys in the cameras are like, oh, there's oh too God. much glare. Can you put a shirt on? <laughs> that cover up, though. He was pretty fucking pasty. It's like, ugh. Oh, and poor, poor Travis. I... Uh, oh, okay, let me put it this way. Poor everybody involved with this show. Uh, <laughs> because, I mean, the, well, obviously there's murderers and assholes and all that among them, but uh, everybody that got into the game when they were 18 or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, well, so, you you wow. can see he, he was recruiting homeless people and ex-cons. And not that being an ex-con, you know, you paid your debt, but he's, uh, he's preying on them because they have no place else yeah. they can go. Well, he's only paying him one hundred and fifty dollars a week. Like, yeah, and where are you going to go? Me, you can eat. Whoa, my God! Oh, <laughs> my God! The Walmart truck. Oh, my God! Don't forget, okay. Doc of South Carolina is doing the same thing. He's doing the same thing with those girls. Oh, yeah. Yes. I have a confession to make. I worked at a zoo, a real zoo, a sanctuary zoo, and we also got we had the uh, the Rayleigh's and Trader Joe's truck that came and dropped stuff off. And they do drop off, so they send the truck once a week, and so most of the stuff is about to expire, because they're not going to leave expired stuff on their shelves, and they don't really have storage space, so they send all stuff that's going to expire in the next week. And a lot of the stuff from, like, you know, most grocery stores and, like, Trader Joe's, you can't feed to animals. You can't feed chocolate pudding to animals. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the staff definitely gets to take it home. <laughs> My dog will eat out of a chocolate pudding. Yeah. Well, and peanut butter. We've tested that one out, right, Craig? You've tested that one out? <laughs> <laughs> See if we have cats. <laughs> what are you doing with Craig's oh, that, dogs? Not with those sandpaper tongues, we don't. <laughs> anyway. there's, there's no we in that sentence. That's a, that's a you. <laughs> you know, the royal we, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Me and the cats have more cats. <laughs> First episode, yeah, we're kind of introduced to people, blah, blah, blah. Um Oh, and at the end of the first episode, you're sitting there going, wow, I didn't know there was all this debauchery and like, oh, my God, so many tigers in captivity and, oh, so many rednecks with tigers. And then episode two says, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) But it does that every episode. It's like, hold my beer, hold my heroin, hold my meth, hold my teeth. 
<laughs> Hold my hair while I throw up. It just keeps escalating as we go. Well, it's funny because they start the first episode out and you think Carol Baskin is running a legitimate rescue sanctuary and that she's like a normal human who has this weirdo guy just attacking her constantly because she's trying yeah. to do better for the cats. And then you start seeing her little zoo. Yeah. Like, uh, what? I don't deserve to be in cages as she's sitting in front of a cage <laughs> right? smaller but than But like a super cage. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, my dog crate is bigger than that. It was the red-shirted ensigns of the volunteer oh program. Oh, my God. That, okay. That's when I realized this is not good because I have not, like, personally been involved with programs, but in this show, he had two chimpanzees near the end. They talk about his two chimpanzees that he, he yeah. let like, go. Oh. I have been involved with the sanctuary company that does that, the Great Ape Center in Tampa, and mm -hmm. they don't allow anybody to visit the apes, which is what a sanctuary is supposed to do. Right. It's supposed to let these animals live out their lives in peace and open air. And when, once I saw that she was charging admission every day, she mm -hmm. is Joe. She's Joe Exotic with you know a better haircut. Mm, is it? I don't know about that. That mullet's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Yeah, the, the red shirt thing. I was like, she is running Scientology, the tiger cult. Like yeah. it was just oh, yeah. wow. And yeah, that's before I, you get to the end of episode one. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> she was legit. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> so I I love like I I love good zoos and good sanctuaries and that like because yeah. you know let's face it the wild isn't it's it, yeah it's not working <laughs> the current the current rate of humans. Um, so I actually I realized I follow Big Cat Rescue, but I had had them on like. I follow them, but I don't really see them in my feed Yeah. Uh, because I had realized a couple of years ago, like, oh, this is sort of a scam. And I had looked into it before and she was denied uh, being able to be a member of the Worldwide Association of Zoos and Aquariums. Mm -hmm. And then she created her own uh, ranking system at which her rescue is number one and you can pay to have your pro your your rescue program uh, initiated into her program well you know she makes top quality training videos <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, about yeah. things she doesn't do oh, well i don't know I, I, did you see her video about the accumulation of wealth there towards the end well, Yes. When that came on, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this my is my dealing with crazy people. people. Yeah. You're dealing with crazy people because there's just way too much video of themselves. Yes. I mean, constantly. Constantly got video. I mean, I don't have that much video of me in the history of my life that would fit a 30-minute situation. And these guys have like 9,000 hours of daily film of themselves. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't think I've got six. I don't think I've got six hours of footage of myself. Yeah. No, the Nor government. Should you? No one should. That's so crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's bring in uh, uh, Rick Kirkham, the uh, producer or whatever that was filming the reality TV <laughs> show under the guise of helping Joe Exotic with his internet TV show. Oh, and <laughs> I, I, I know we're skipping ahead like episode four when all the footage is burned, but holy crap, can you imagine what that show would have been? Oh, that's what I'm most angry about, that we were robbed of that show. And we gotta like, find this guy's documentary about how, being hooked on crank. It's like, how do you not have backup? I have backup of 
everything like 12 times over, how you have zero backup for something someone is actually paying you to do, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, just well, get a hard feel- drive. Just back it up to a hard drive. Something. No one said he was anything. a good producer. Oh, he's terrible, clearly. <laughs> I like how they're like all these other things. Oh, yeah, he was on this show and that show and he did this and great things and blah, blah. And I'm like, he's terrible at this. Like, all the yeah. way around, he's terrible. Well, it showed he was on Inside Edition. Actually, he was fired from Inside Edition almost immediately because he was hooked on crack. No, apparently uh, he... Yeah, from what I understand, oh, he Jesus. smoked crack on air for an Inside Edition piece, oh. got hooked on crack, started sexually harassing all his female coworkers, so they decided to let him go. He made his own documentary about being hooked on crack, then went to go visit Joe Exotic. God damn. <laughs> well, at least he got the order of operations down. Exactly. Yeah, so, <laughs> what a lovely side character in this show. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, now that I know he worked for Bill O'Reilly, I'm not really buying all the sexual harassment stuff. I'm assuming that uh, Bill O'Reilly did all that and then paid them all off. Mm. It was it was part of the interview process. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably all they hire there are people who are going to sexually harass anything and everything that walks by. Exactly. By the way, we haven't even mentioned the uh, the other tiger sex cult. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Because Doc, Doc Antle is normal in this universe. <laughs> Doc, they're like he's been on the Tonight Show, and look, he brings all these fun kitties. And then it's like, look, he's got fourteen underage women living in his compound. So ah! that's, that's why they think that's normal. Izzy thinks that's normal because she lives in Utah, and she can go down the street, <laughs> and that'll happen. Well, that's just it. When they were playing, like, oh, yeah, he's got, like, eight or nine wives or whatever down there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. (laughs) Except for Utah's very, very strict tiger laws after, uh, by the way, nobody's talking about the Ligertown incident in, like, 95 in Idaho. Go on. Are you guys familiar with Ligertown? No, because no one's talking about it. So I, this was like the first like news thing I like followed as a kid. Cause I was like totally enamored. So there were these tiger lion slash liger hybrid breeders in Idaho. They had like 50 cats, but it was sort of just like chicken wire cages and very backyard breeder and all of that. Well, apparently some of the cats started breaking through their cages and sort of making these like mazes between the cages. Uh, I guess at some point, both the owners slash caretakers uh, got eaten by the cats. Yes. And then the cats started escaping because they were they were being fed anymore. And uh, apparently, like, they had to end up shooting, like, all 50 cats. Uh, the, the one that got the farthest, like, I guess made it to the Utah border, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's when Utah was like, that's it, we're banning big cats from Utah. Um, the, like, that was going to stop him. The very last one to get caught, I do remember, was, like, in elementary school. Yeah. Mm. And that was the worst part of the whole (laughs) was the Ohio footage that they showed. Police officers had to kill, like, 200-something animals. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a different one. Yeah, Zanesville or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was was the one in Ohio where – I remember the one in Ohio, but I also, uh, Liz, Lynn, Texas, remember the, when the tiger got loose and cut and shoot? Uh-huh. And That's what did they do? That's not far from here. Right. <laughs> the, the law enforcement didn't catch the tiger. Locals all grabbed their guns, mm-hmm. cornered the tiger, and then shot it like 110 times. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> With the same weapon. 
one yep. clip. A ruger won't shoot without a clip. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my oh. God! Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, the end of Travis. Uh, <laughs> oh wow, that was oh God. I felt yeah. better for Sean than I felt for Travis. I'm glad it wasn't on camera. But we're talking about innocent people. The, this this poor chubby kid who ran the ammo department at Walmart and then becomes <laughs> Joe Exotic's political manager. That guy's in love with Joe Exotic, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They yeah, all I don't know. Prefer- it must yeah. be meth. It's got to be something. Yeah. I don't think he's on meth, but I, I think he's like- genuinely in love with Joe Exotic. I think he's, like, probably the first, like, openly gay man he's ever met and is just like, this, this is what I want my life to be. That's what that podcast guy said. Uh, the guy who was doing a podcast on him, like before all of this came up, I saw somebody busy. You posted that. Um, but yeah, I, I oh, felt like yeah. he was like the one, oh, he and Saf are like the the two yeah. top tier people in this whole crazy train because they like nothing ever came bad about either of those two, which was nice. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah, it's they're, like, they're, oh. they're, they're able to get out before things got on them. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like Saf had been there for a really long time, too. Yeah, yeah. I figured she, or he Josh had been there for new. six, seven years, kind of a thing. Yeah. Josh was new, but he seemed to be... Josh, was that his name? Something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, Josh, Josh so. Dial, or Joshua yeah. Dial. Yeah. Yeah. I can keep uh, okay. up with all the names. <laughs> all right. I, I, for, for the last of, like, the, the random trainers, okay, Mario uh, Tribuay, or whatever, the the the, the the guy that apparently inspired Scarface. Oh, oh my god. What, I, I, when when he said, oh yeah, I used to take care of the, sell drugs to take care of my big cat habit, I was like, where was that in the Scarface movie I watched? Right? <laughs> they didn't have the budget for the animals. Right? Yeah. That and also, guy, and he's just like, yeah, we just chopped this guy <laughs> yeah, up. It's like, it's yeah, fine. yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, they didn't want to make him sound too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Scarface had all these animals around, we'd be like, this is we don't believe this. We're not buying this at all. But yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, some of my guys, they killed this guy. And I said, well, bring him to the front yard. We'll just chop him into pieces. It's fine. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I only got two cows today, so I need a little meat anyway. <laughs> the Walmart truck won't come to a private house. I'm just saying. Are there yeah. like, how, how many wall suits... How many lawsuits is Walmart going to be? We do not want to be associated with this at all. <laughs> oh, well, I know Shaq has already got on the offensive and he's like, yeah, yeah, I stopped going to Joe Exotic like years ago. I don't know where that footage is from, but it's, but it, uh, I changed my mind. Uh, once That's where I, I get all my tigers. Like, uh, no, he, Shaq but... said something very specific. He says, I don't have any of those tigers in my house, which means he has them somewhere, but yeah, in his yard, ranch in Florida. Yeah, he has them in his yard. And the best part was he's like, when he's like on TNT or whatever talking about it, he says, yeah, I got uh, two more tigers from him yesterday. That mean, that implies he has tigers at his house already, and he got two more to add to yeah. his collection. Oh, and it's Shaq's like, got all sorts of shit at his house. If you ever watch the uh, that tank show uh, where they do the aquariums, he's got oh. like four four aquariums with all sorts of weird shit in it. So, But you have to realize oh, with I, Shaq's I... size, with Shaq's size, a tiger is like a regular cat to him. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He's got to go like full liger almost to like ride him around the house. Those things are monstrous. I I never realized how big the the liger crossbreeds are huge. Oh yeah, they're the the largest big cats. In fact, Doc Antle owns the world record breaking large cat, and it's one of his ligers. It's nine hundred and twenty two pounds. Massive. Mm. 
Like, by the way, you guys, picture any cat you've ever met and times that literally by like a thousand. I'm good. (laughs) In past. Pass, pass, and, pass. And they say that your cat will, if you die, your cat will eat you with like in 24 hours. So just oh, yeah. imagine mm-hmm. these cats. Mm-hmm. So are we <laughs> back like, to well, Carol he's Baskin? Been, he's, been lying, he's been lying down for about 30 seconds, but uh, <laughs> we'll give him another 30. He's, he's like, is he down. napping? <laughs> Remember yeah. when they went after Joe and he had, and nobody went in to help him? Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait, what, what, why couldn't it be cologne on his boots, according to Carol? Did, did you guys catch that part? It has to be like sardine oil or something they like. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. That bitch don't leave it. Way. Yeah. She's, she is creepy too. But I've met people like Carol. Oh, we all have. It's just they don't own, you know, a couple dozen tigers. <laughs> no, they just own cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't have the financial means from their first husband of which to purchase these large animals. Hmm. How how bad are the police in Tampa at doing their jobs? You've got a prime suspect who has a missing rich ass husband, twenty thousand freaking tigers, and you're like, ah, he's just missing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's just missing. If someone goes, it, it, like, oh yeah, he probably ran off to Costa Rica or whatever. He wouldn't leave his fucking money with them without no. going though. <laughs> It's like, well, I guess I'm just going to start off from scratch with a couple senioritas down here. It's like, no, no, that's not what happens. Mm-mm. If you have nothing, maybe. If you have millions of dollars, though, it's like, yeah, I'm good. I, I, I love the, uh, the, 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 his family that was being interviewed, like the first wife and the daughters and everything. And they were like so careful not to say that bitch needs to burn in hell forever and ever. Oh, <laughs> they were, yeah, they were watching their words carefully. I'm thinking there's a cease and desist involved somewhere. Or they're afraid they're going to get fed to tigers. <laughs> yeah. Right. As yeah, a, yeah. He, like the whole thing. Okay. First of all, that first wife and her daughter's, they looked creepily to be about the same age. It was very weird. What are we looking well, at? And like, why are you wearing that haircut now? Don't understand. It's There's a, a lot of hair issues. This. I know. <laughs> so bad. That's her best wig. Oh. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh... <laughs> what else? We just hit the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm like trying to think like what order to go in. Like, Oh, uh, okay, so the the Tim Stark guy, who I like to refer to as the Teddy Nugent-looking guy. Spider monkey. Like, like, has the place in Illinois. That He's guy. always got that monkey on him. It's disturbing how often that monkey is with him. That guy is hot garbage. Yeah. And, and his shit about the, oh, uh, I, I told Doc Antel, I don't need you to teach me how to train the lions. I need you to treat me how to train the women. I'm like, bleh. <laughs> I mean, like, to, be, to be fair, a pimp's love is very different from that of a square. It's like step one: don't be fugly, because that guy was horrifying. Like, no, and you got a monkey on you all the time. Monkey but that's the all the time. Cats compensate for ugly. We we obviously mm-hmm. saw that in the show. That's the one thing. If you have cubs, and the more cubs you have, the better looking you get. So it's really about if you have the animals, you can get what you want. It's the new yeah. currency in this post-coronavirus and just, yeah. <laughs> to be I fair, what would paper. you guys do to play with a baby tiger? Oh, I would, I would kill all of you right now. <laughs> I know. Like, how many guys would you blow, Craig? None. 
<laughs> I more than one. <laughs> no, but I would, kill, I would kill one of you so that the tiger would be not 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 be hungry when I met it. By the way, anybody else blown away that it's only two thousand dollars to get a tiger? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, shit, hmm, I can get that stimulus money coming in. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody's waiting for. Like, wait. I get this stimulus and the extra thousand dollars for my two children. We might have a pet coming right? next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh it, man, that small window. It's like chimpanzees. It's a very small window of when you can have them, play with them, and keep them until they turn and will eat you, or in a chimpanzee's case, rip your testicles and face off. Okay, so doc, this this whole doc Antle. They're like, oh, yeah, he's got a gas chamber that he gasses all of his baby tigers mm-hmm. after they pass the whatever it is. Allegedly. 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 I don't want you to go to jail. Liz, <laughs> 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 oh, Carol Baskin's killed that guy. I'm not worried about going guy. to jail, exactly. <laughs> I'll hire <laughs> Carol Baskin. I'm like, I don't care. Well, you see, the gas chamber is much, much, be- a much, much better cover than shooting them. If you shooting a- if you shoot them, then you've got the skull damage, and the forensics can find it. That's what happened to Joe. If you files. gas them and then you burn them, even if there's anything left, it's like, oh yeah, no, he just got sick, natural causes. I'm just determined. I'm just disturbed that this guy, who's a weirdo psycho anyway, has a gas chamber. Like, hmm, where else are you? Who else are you bringing oh. through the gas chamber, sir? We all know that a gas chamber is fairly easy to make, right? Yeah. Is it just me? No, no we all oh, know, no, right? No. <laughs> it's just you, Craig. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, uh, so I keep pet rats, and it's pretty well circled in rat-keeping communities, especially if you're a large breeder. They have how to set up, like, basically a gas chamber for euthanizing rats humanely. Yeah, yeah just imagine those rats are... Five to nine hundred pounds. Oh, it takes all it takes is like one of the, like a one of those like fifteen gallon storage tubs, like Steve and I are staring at right now, like a canister of CO two and like some dry ice or something. Fun fact. So yeah, well, I gotta go. This no. become evidence. I'm gonna back my way out of this podcast. Right Look now. out, Upper Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> gotta go. Would not be would not be Opera Man of the husbands that I've had. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Allegedly. So Allegedly, all her exes started passing away suspiciously. <laughs> suspicious guest Listen, listen. I don't, I don't have a big car to move people anymore, so it's fine. And, and too bad none of them have any money. Well, that's the other part. They have no money, so there's no point. So they're just going to disappear in Costa Rica. Is it so far fetched that her husband would escape to Costa Rica? Because would you want to live with her? I wouldn't, like but I would have taken my money. Of dollars. Yeah. You, you would at least yeah. take like a briefcase of money, right? Maybe, we don't know how much money he actually had. So maybe he actually like, this is the small portion and he actually has a lot more hidden away. He True. seemed to it, be it, not the, gr- the greatest guy anyway. He seemed yeah, the, to be... the estimates did range from three to $20 million. And I was just thinking like, <laughs> so how does one acquire that vast, uh, <laughs> untraceable amount of money because uh, tiger sales, dude. Yeah. Remember, they were making all that cash doing tiger cub yeah, videos. Only a pop. Yeah, two, two thousand cool. a pop. Let's see, twenty million dollars. That means ten thousand tiger. Oh, Jesus. 
no, no, no. If you've never been into the training video business, it is incredibly stupid and lucrative. So that's what they were doing is they were selling all of these how to become a tiger maven videos with her weird ass soft video. You're thinking, Liz, you're thinking in the wrong industry. Those, those, those ones that you're talking about, those videos are marketed towards business folks. Rednecks don't buy videotapes to, the tigers they they hear it from their buddy at the bar how to do this <laughs> it's the scientology clan part right there it was like watching those videos like uh what yeah. uh, weird that's weirdly one of the more disturbing parts of this <laughs> also i just want to bring up the fact that um this documentary like the very very first like just the the intro the in all of that was supposed to be about shady snake handlers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to buy this uh, these shady snakes, and some guy <laughs> showed me he had a tiger in his van. And no, it's like, it a snow leopard. Snow leopard, snow leopard. Snow leopard amazing. Yeah. Yeah, there's like I, six snow leopards left. Like, well, there's, there's more than that. He's talking about clouded, but clouded leopards there's not that many of, but snow leopards are still hard to find. They're very endangered, but the fact that he had that in his... In his fucking shitty little hot ass van. Oh, it's like, yeah, listen, I wouldn't leave my. Florida. I, it, you know, in Texas, somebody's likely to shoot you and blow out your window if you leave the dog in the car with the air conditioner running. So, tiger in a van, leopard in a van, bad, bad plan, y'all. Florida. Mm. Hashtag Florida. <laughs> Florida, the movie. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Notice all of these guys are sort of cent- centered in the South and sort of the Bible Belt, like when they were like talking about like the top nine offenders or whatever. <laughs> That's where they'll shoot you the fastest if you come poking around. Mm-hmm. And how many of those guys there? He's like, oh yeah, these are all ex-cons working here. I'm like, they all have firearms. That's not okay. Different time. They got hired pre-9/11. <laughs> hey, Second Amendment. All right, it's still a thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Steve's got notes. All right. Well, I, I just it's basically just names. I don't want to forget. <laughs> so, so y'all, somebody just popped up on the computer there. <laughs> I think like, oh yeah, Carol killed her husband. Here's why, and blah blah blah. All this stuff going on, and then it just kind of turns into. I think it's basically when Jeff Lowe shows up, oh, you know, the hard financial times. And so this guy from Vegas comes in. Yeah. Well, you jumped way past all of the petty bullshit that Joe Exotic did. I mean, he was just super petty and constantly videos and doing shit and provoking. And he poked the bear and the bear bit him. Yeah. And he shot them. I mean,. Like, on video, he's like, oh, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to cap your ass. I'm going to, like, take her out, tie her up like a weird naked mannequin. This is you, Carol. I'm like, y'all are fucking predators, all of you. Gross. Yeah. Dynamite. <laughs> is he blowing everything up? That's the other thing. Is I'm not a gun owner. Is that something gun owners do is blow shit up with their guns? Yes. 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 Yeah, <laughs> what else would you do, Craig? I know. The only I other thought... option is murder, so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you use it right, your house only gets broken into like once mm-hmm. and then, you know, head on a head on a pike or whatever out front to warn the others. What are you going to do every other weekend? You blow shit up. <laughs> You've been in California too long, my friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
<laughs> no, I probably have because it's like I was watching him sitting there, and I do like the fact that after he lost his lawsuit, he he blew up all the shit that he would have to give her. But yeah, that's all. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> okay. So when the there's the the mysterious fire started by whoever that destroyed all the footage of this wonderful reality show we were we had taken away from us, and all those alligators were burned. Michael Jackson oh, alligators. Yeah, exactly. they came from the Jackson estate. <laughs> they were evidence too. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the whole thing, like when uh, Izzy showed me the thing, like, oh yeah, they, they even uh, mentioned that it was Michael Jackson. He was like, I'm pretty sure the estate of Michael Jackson wants nothing to do with this show at all whatsoever. Oh no. And, and I'm sure they got it just like whenever there was the uh, you know Neverland estate sale or whatever, and they just happened to be there. But still, that, that's just something you don't have to include. <laughs> that, that's not like Shaq not mentioned and he, on TNT. He hated them. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think there's anything you can do about that. That's public record. You know, we know yeah. that he's got. It's just that if he said Michael Jackson's a friend of mine, that's when you start going, wait, no, you can't say that. Like, <laughs> so, so on the fires, I just want to say, uh, after all this goes down, uh, Rick Kirkman, the producer, uh, the next house he lived in was mysteriously uh, completely torched in fire. And then he moved to Norway. Mm. Uh, and then there's a gentleman whose name I forget, but uh, he's in like the first and second episode. The reptile and, um, guy, right? The reptile guy. He went to file a lawsuit against all of them, and then his house burned down, and he quickly pulled all the claims. As you do. Yeah. When somebody burns your whole shit down. Wait, is that the Wendell, the reptile guy, or whatever? So, that was yeah. like, I don't want to get sued. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a whole bunch of unexplained house fires, like, attached to all these motherfuckers. Because mm-hmm. fire cleanses all. <laughs> and I will say, between Wendell, um, who's the big fat guy on the jet ski? James oh, Garrett. James. James Garrett. <laughs> James Garrettson, uh, Joe, Joe Exotic, and half the staff, they do have a post-coronavirus haircut. Like, they have not going to be able to go to the barber. And so they're, like, doing it at home with flobies and shit. Uh, <laughs> like, Joe's, like, when he first took his hat off in the first episode, because you know he's got a mullet, and that's fine. But you go and take the hat off, and you're like, wait, wait. What happened to the party in the front? Because it is atrocious. Like, this is, like, the worst oh, party I've ever seen. Joe Exotic is the poster child for Don't Cut Your Own Bangs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Ladies sad thing is there, the, the bangs were the best part of it that's the bad part it was like why is this hatchet job happening on the side like he just <sighs> let the tiger do it I don't know it's terrible the chimpanzees do it mm. they run a salon <laughs> off the side of the pizza shop that's why I let him go after 10 years they couldn't cut my hair no more it looks like they were cut through chain link like that's how weird it <laughs> <the outrageous>. is <laughs> It's like just a clump. Like, hey, we got most of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, so th- the people who have the best hair in this entire show are, uh, th- oh, the blonde sunglass guy. Um, oh, Eric. Eric. Yeah. And Saf, right? Yeah. Doc uh, Antel's got a good ponytail. I, I was you gonna say, say yeah, Doc yeah. Antel's got some good hair too. Plus, I he's think got that little uh, the, the facial hair thing going. 
Oh, and his Yanni mustache. Oh, oh, yeah, back in the day. Oh, (laughs) jeez. That's how you pull the ladies in. That's right. (laughs) Craig, Steve, take notes. I I was like, I can tell you the exact year that photo was from. 1986. (laughs) Oh, you 86? I'm going to say 83. That was was some serious porn stash... uh, what is, what's his name? Uh, Doug Henning style. That that was a serious <laughs> old school porn stash. All they needed was some aviator sunglasses just dripping with pussy. <laughs> so your dad? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he rides his elephant down the street, so. Bubbles! Oh, I guess that works. Yeah. Clearly. Again, if you don't have the looks, if you have the animals, you gotta, you, it doesn't matter what you look like if you have the animals. You gotta have something. So otherwise you're the spider monkey guy. Oh, that guy's true. got that guy's got nothing going. You know he's fucking that monkey. I do. Oh, of course. You, you don't know. have a monkey not to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what why why do you think the one guy has a lemur? <laughs> you don't have the cow not to milk, Greg. <laughs> okay, so uh the walking Chucky doll with the lemur. Yeah. What was his name again? James Garrettson. James Garrettson. So I had to look it up. Uh so he owns a skidoo rental company. That's why he's writing skidoos randomly in the middle uh-huh. of the show. That was the weirdest like commercial <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I was like, mm, I, I thought it was June from Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> yeah. All grown up. And then uh that weird shady ass building he has <laughs> is under the company name Tiger Liquidations. Well that's where you take tigers when you have no <laughs> use for them anymore and you liquidate them. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I know, Adventure. it's like what is happening? And that is from Drew who <laughs> popped in. Drew from uh Real Feels Podcast. How are you, Drew? Are you can you hear us? I I can hear you. All Yay. right, I'm Drew. Woo! I totally, I totally missed that message from you, Steve. You're all like, "You ready?" And I'm like, "Wait, what do you mean ready? ready what?" <laughs> because when I had messaged you earlier and you had said, "Yeah, I got four to five people from Pods I know," and I'm like, "Oh, not me." <laughs> no, also you. Get your happy ass oh, in yeah, here. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I jumped on in. I said, he's been here for a while. I mentioned it, but I don't think anybody <laughs> heard me. <laughs> I've been listening. I've been listening. <laughs> so drew catch us up on your your uh your thoughts on uh tiger king real quick jesus christ it's 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 a it's a ride it is uh i i do love the commentary on the jet ski guy because i, I mean not only does he look like francis from Wee's big adventure i mean i don't think the similarities between his initials being also similar to john wayne gacy does not escape my mind <laughs> he does have the same look he does kind of have that same look and that guy showed no up in animals? with clown makeup on, would you be that surprised? Ew. No, not at all. Because I think that might be how he's going to escape the next, you know, installment of Tiger <laughs> Tiger King at Aftermath. Uh, okay, so there's so many potential spinoffs and stuff from this, and I'm assuming almost a decade of footage and stuff. What is the spinoff show that you want to see? Uh, Drew, let's start with you. Which one? Do you, you want to see the James Garrettson show or? You know, honestly, I want, I definitely want to see uh, Carol uh, kind of getting the comeuppance, yeah. you know, make it, make it like a, uh, the, obviously the true crime or this can be the final installment of, you know, uh, CSI Miami comes back. 
and <laughs> CSI Tampa. And her and Horatio is just like, you know, coming on in onto the scene and he's just gonna look Carol in the eye and say, Got you by the tail. And yeah! <laughs> you thought you were the cat's meow. Yes. Definitely the Carol. Definitely the Carol going down. We'll, we'll call it Baskin in the Sun. <laughs> Baskin Robbins. Thirty-one. <laughs> oh. I, I, I don't know. You might get a cease and desist. Uh, you got to change it a little. Like, like Baskin and Robin. Or we just call it robbing. Our, you know, with a G at the end. Stole everything from her husband. Uh, she's going around taking from everybody else. She, this lady is a a serial abuser. She's awful. She kind of seems crazy. Just seems crazy. I mean, it, it is that sociopathic kind of tendency where it's like you can fake the emotions, be kind to the camera. I mean, even she she knows that she has a leg up on everything and that she's technically not going to be found guilty or at least that's her mindset, because when she's even laughing of like, what do you mean this is now a threat? I've always told you it's been a threat. It's, <laughs> he's coming to kill me. I'm thinking, bitch, why are you laughing? How can you be so calm about this? And what's up with her weird second husband? He's like Lurch from the Adams Family, just kind of like, oh, Howard, she's, she's fine. Like, ugh. I can guarantee you that's the first person he's ever had sex with. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you saw the no, wedding photos or whatever, plus right? The tigers. Oh, he looks like it. He looks like if Barney Fife got an office job and a haircut. <laughs> That's terrible. I was like, you're gonna be next. Why would you even want to be with someone who has suspicion of fed my husband to the tiger? Like, that's not news. That's- hey, girls like Charles Manson, so why can't he like Carol Baskins? Yeah, it gets him off. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the money. She's got the, She's got the cats again. This is our post-corona virus dystopian currency, tigers. It, you know she's it, hoarding toilet paper too. She totally is. Well, for the tigers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tigers need it. Tigers need it. <laughs> Comes in the Walmart truck. It's fine. Plus, Howard needs to stick his dick in something. It's not going to be those tigers. <laughs> yeah. Or her. Let's face it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, Liz. What what spinoff show do you want? Uh, I'm I'm with I'm, I'm with y'all on this. I'm with Drew. I want to see Carol Baskin go down for eating a tiger that ate her husband. That's pretty much where I think this is rolling. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, the obvious spinoff is going to be like what happens the next year or two when all these investigations reopen and uh, every everybody's fucking narking on everybody and how that's all going to go down. Like, but I'd also like to figure out how in the hell Jeff Lowe got out of that with nothing. Oh, like, oh, he turned state's evidence. That's well, he yeah. was he, already he a murderer. Joe up. Right? That was basically murderer. it. Like, you guys haven't seen. Apparently, somebody did a warrant search on Jeff Lowe. He has multiple active warrants right now. He did not oh, escape. Sure. Uh, he's he's laying low. He's in the wind. Yeah. So, that guy is such a con. It's ridiculous. So how long until his wife Lauren feeds him to a tiger? That's <laughs> that's the real question. Is she that still will... around? She, she yes, probably... they are. It's the hot nanny that's going to get him killed. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's about to age out. I'm pretty sure. I, oh, I love the, the deal. Yeah, I love the deal that they had. You can have a nanny, but I get to pick her. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're yeah. gonna have to stare at her, she's gonna be hot. I'm thinking, 
this is not healthy. This is like, not healthy at all. Like, dear Lauren, this is what you were. <laughs> Don't fall for it. This is a terrible idea. Love women everywhere. She's <laughs> she's already texting a friend like, hey, could you order some sardine oil for me? <laughs> right. And they're yeah. like, they're like, we're swingers. I'm like, you're not swingers. Like, you and your husband sleep with the same woman. That's not really swinging as much as it is your husband's a piece of shit. So you guys are more like a like tag team champions. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like... I I do love that Carol's admittance of actually saying, you know, no one tampered with his shoes. No one put something on there for the cats to smell at and lick at. Now, if they wanted to eat it, it'd be sardine oil. I mean, that's right. what I would, that's what I would do. On cologne. She's doing exactly. OJ. Yeah, she did the OJ thing where I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, OJ, you published a book? Yeah, it's called I Didn't Do It, but if I did, this is what it would be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I OJ's would... going to write the foreword on her book. The, right. yeah, the foreword how, how is many of... Double Jeopardy. You yeah. can, um... <laughs> how many of you guys would have just loved to see that tiger eat Joe in the cage right there? And then he goes and shooting at it, and I'm like, eat him! I thought, eat I him. thought he shot it in the head. I thought I did he too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like no, it shot above him. Like I don't know. Shot well, then he shot the left. Like, when he oh. shot like three more times, saying, "Get the hell away, you bitch, you bitch!" I'm gonna shoot you right between the eyes. I'm like, that sounds like what he says to Carol on every video he's ever made. <laughs> I don't understand well, how he could have like you know technically free speech on. A, I mean, it, it's not like a, it, it was online, so it's him putting it of himself, but he's holding up like a jar and saying, this is where Carol is, I'm going to have that bitch's head right in this jar. And you know what, this doll, this is Carol, boom, shoot the doll. I'm thinking, you would be getting ceased and desist orders all the time. I'm yes. going to mail her some poisonous yes. snakes. He was, a terroristic threat. threat. Which is why he owes her like a million dollars. I thought the million dollars was from him, the copywriting. Yeah, that was the trademark. That was the trademark thing. Let's face it. That was a cumulative, cumulative, like, you've been fucking with her for a while, so we're going to punish you. Yeah. That also seemed to be like, hey, you hired a hitman. We also got some dead kitties here, so you're going to go down for one of them. He wasn't going down for the hitman thing. No. (laughs) I didn't understand how they kept going back to him. He's like, I guess I chickened out. And I'm thinking, what do you mean you guess you chickened out? Right. You, how do you how do you not remember what took place? Oh, I was in the middle so, of hookers and blow. Apparently, yeah, I don't remember. Apparently. Yeah, when he started saying, apparently I didn't do this and apparently I didn't do that. It's like, this guy's trying to remember a story they told him. Yeah. Well, then exactly. he changed well, that, it. He's, he's coached up. Yeah. Well, he fully changed it in court. They've got the the court documents out there, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, no, I I said I didn't go to Florida, uh, but I really did, and I didn't take a phone because y'all could trace that shit. So you can't prove whether I was there or wasn't there. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> Still. Mm. Well, also, what was the deal with the interview with him in the bathtub? Uh, <laughs> I don't well, know. He- that if the if the husband can get interviewed without his shirt on for the entire show, why? Get what was the seen. point of that? He wanted to show off his sweet tattoos. No, I, but, oh, this God. is the producers just wanting to show them as white trash as humanly possible, right. which you don't <laughs> really have to. You don't have to push. Like that's we had money for we had money I, for tigers, but not for dental. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they pushed him. I think they're like, wait a second. This guy's going to do this without a shirt on? Okay, I'm not going to suggest he put a shirt on. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. All right. they, they, they gave oh, him the, y'all. The, the tattoos are so bad. 
But then the cover-up tattoo at the end. Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> this is 100% why I haven't had my bad tattoo covered. Because of, like, mm, uh, it's Liz, still Liz. sticking out underneath it. Not that, Liz, but I'm just. Liz, kidding. come on now. What is the bad tattoo? <laughs> oh, it's just stupid. It's never mind. It's a it full Ben Affleck back at the <laughs> mosaic. That fleck. It's Ben Affleck's face with the Daredevil double D next to it. Pretty much, yeah. No, Legit no, that would be cool. Corner. That would be cool compared to this. No. But again, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm like, mm, okay, cover up. That sounds great. And then you go watch this guy who's like, I'm just going to stick it on top like a sticker and fuck this guy because it still says property of blah, blah underneath. I'm like, Whoa. why would you look at that and go, this is done. Amazing work. Like, mm. I could not imagine being the front office girl who's like, you know, sleeping with him while he has tattoo or like tattooed on him property of Joe Exotic. Yeah. Like right above his crotch. And I'm thinking, no, no. what are you Drew, doing? Drew, two words, doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're assuming she doesn't have a tattoo of the same thing. That's she's true. The, she's, we, she's the top, y'all. Get over it. And we do yeah. need to see the backside of, uh, of John Finley where it actually obviously, obviously doesn't say like spit here. Uh, on his backside. Uh, <laughs> Are you, no, it's he's he's got like Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance full back tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Rider V Spawn. Like just piss and fire. <laughs> They're like this listen, his back is way too much for us to try to pixel out so we don't get sued by Marvel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> his back tattoo is its own series coming soon. <laughs> He's going to get a series. You know he is. Oh, he has to. Yeah. Oh, so we were talking about what series you want to see? From watching this, I know somewhere there are hours and hours and hours of footage shot on Doc Antle's ranch. Oh, yeah. yeah, They mentioned at the end of this, just in text, that Doc Antle got raided in December. Yes. I want the Doc Antle Chronicles. (laughs) I want to see the sex cult of the Tiger Ladies. Yes. I want interviews with the wives. I want interviews with the ex-wives. I want more Moksha or whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle. Yeah. I yeah, like Mich- that he changed all their names to make them sound mm-hmm. exotic. And it's like. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Anna's like Bala or some shit. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no. You, you found these I- all. Yeah. It's like you found all of these on the daddy issues section of Tinder. It's fine. We uh-huh. got it. yeah. yeah. I'm 19 and I hate my stepdad. Hey, you want to come pet a tiger? <laughs> uh, my daddy drove me down there on my 18th birthday i'm like why what was your dad doing because he was getting himself a tiger in exchange he was getting a blowjob and a tiger as one does as you do <laughs> it's, it's a combo meal isn't it <laughs> <laughs> and then you can supersize it for two dollars more <laughs> we haven't talked even talked about travis's funeral yet no. Oh my God. Oh, the, the oh. whole situation. I, I felt so bad for his mom and that oh. bullshit. But she was, she, she was tweaking the whole yeah. time. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that oh. that was the other thing too. It's like, okay, well, we know why Travis left home what four years earlier or whatever. <laughs> we know why Travis does meth. He learned yeah. from the best. And mm-hmm. oh, you don't talk God. about a man's testicles in front of his mother. No, yeah, at his funeral. Weird. I'm well, sorry, his golden nuggets. 
Yeah. Oh, and and also like when I was running for governor, Travis was always there saying, "You're the only person that can run this state correctly." I'm just like, dude, read the room. Just mm. walk away. And <laughs> FYI, Travis never said that many words in one time in his entire life. That's just you that guy. Why for that he shit? Are you kidding? High. When he would rub his balls on my face. <laughs> They were his golden nuggets. You all know what I'm talking about. You all saw his balls. We all Come here, Mama. Balls. Come to my next wedding. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. It's in two months. I'm not sure to who yet. I think his name yeah. will be Dylan. I mean, yeah, only the only you guys are blowing my eulogy for for Drew's, uh, Drew's funeral here. Oh, but... <laughs> it was only sweet golden nuggets. He always said it made him feel real. <laughs> what a shitty guy. He only invites her so he can post it on social media. To say, yeah. look, it's okay. She's fine. My, yeah. Oh, he's that's, such a shit That's guy. some Carol Baskin shit there. <laughs> it really is. Learned from the best. Carol's like, I'm marrying Howard, and the tiger that ate my ex-husband is going to do the ceremony for us. It's fine. <laughs> we got him ordained and everything. <laughs> he's going to be the ring bearer. Yeah, he got thing. ordained at the Church of Scientology Tiger Division. It's fine. Oh, Raja, you're my favorite officiant. <laughs> <laughs> but you wait. know she didn't flat out marry him. She would have had to give up money or there'd been a prenup or something. That guy's just like... Oh, there's probably a prenup. I bet she's oh, got no. a prenup. Oh, guy. guys, he's rich. You think uh, he's not rich? Oh, then he'll be <laughs> tiger fodder totally. He's got to be in the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or he's like a tech guy or, you know, those guys who it's like, oh, yeah, I just happened to open a paper mill, like, on the right when origami was super big in Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the scrapbook king. By accident, wink, wink. Scrapbook <laughs> king of Florida. Damn. <laughs> Now, if they were in Utah, that would that would be legit. He'd be like a billionaire, <laughs> right? Turns out he owns the pat the the patent on methadone. <laughs> His name is Howard Michael. <laughs> Howard opiates. <laughs> Howard oxycotton. Oh, he's part of the family. He's part of the Purdue family. Oh, that's it. Mm. Purdue Pharma. Ugh. Sorry, we after Tiger King, we watched uh, some other documentaries. I don't know if you guys also fell down this rabbit hole, but. Yeah, we, we watched, watched uh, The Pharmacist. Yeah, The Pharmacist, which was a very uh, it's an equally be- twisted kind of story, but not just colorful in a, characters. In just, a much more depressing way. Yeah. Like, it's it's as enthralling, but a much more serious. Uh, it starts it starts with child murder and ends with, uh, tra- it ends with the opiate crisis. <laughs> that just sounds like a day at home with the coronavirus. <laughs> and, right? and, and just in the middle, you throw in Katrina just to fuck everything right? up. So here's right. the, here's the thing, guys. I uh, the most embarrassing thing I'm about to tell you is I am on Howard Baskin's LinkedIn page. Oh, <laughs> real. And so he worked for Citicorp as the director of strategic planning of commercial real estate. So he was a bigwig in Citicorp and made a lot of money. He retired and now devotes his full time to Big Cat Rescue. Thank so yes, he, he, he made big money in finance. Probably couldn't get laid. And then found this lady at, I don't know, in 1990-something, and said, hey, I'll go to – because he went to Harvard Business School. He went to uh, oh the University of Miami School of Law. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> go Hurricanes. So, yeah. So he, he made a lot of money. And, yes, he is – as a rescue – at the Big Cat Rescue, he's the advisory board chairman, treasurer, and secretary – 
answers as the audit committee. So, so he's a nerd. Conflict of oh. interest. And occasionally <laughs> catering. <laughs> yeah, the other one we watched was Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh my god, that fucking show made me angry so hard. Uh, okay, ab- ab- Abducted in Plain Sight is about a story from, what, like 70, 70 like to 75, 70s. something like that, about yeah. some stupid fucking Mormon family up in Idaho mm. and their neighbor who's like uh, basically just like a fucking used car salesman kind of type. Yeah. With like five kids and all of that. Yeah. Steals their 14 year old, takes her to Mexico, marries her in Mexico, gets arrested, comes back, jerks off the dad, sleeps with the mom, uh, steals the uh, daughter. The dad again. jerks him Sorry, off. Sorry. Get well, convinces the dad to jerk him off. When that got mentioned. <laughs> 30 minutes in <laughs> he, he just casually dropped like yeah i just was driving around with him one day and uh he was hard as a rock and he was He's just like, like well i gotta get release i was just helping a friend out and i'm like what the <laughs> I, saw the, I either heard this on a podcast or i saw this as soon as you said that i was like oh my god that was that was the craziest thing where you could tell that the parents uh especially the dad was super weird about like like getting jerked off by this guy yeah, was... and, and, and the mom's no peach herself. Just like I, I swear she had probably never been kissed. This guy kissed her, and then, and then yeah, from there I uh, I basically fucked him for the next eight years, and he also uh, had access to my daughters. And I'm like, yeah, so he oh, just fucked all my daughters so much. And then oh. he kidnapped my now 14 year old again, and we couldn't call the FBI agent because I had, my husband had jerked him off, and the FBI agent's like. Fuck this case. Fuck yeah, yeah, this yeah, case. The, the, the agent was the best. He was just like, I can't say much, but um, yeah, they uh, they 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 ruined that investigation. I think we just need to do a whole new pod podcast series on these what the fuck documentaries because. <laughs> well, Whoa. after we're done with what the, the Tiger King minute, no, yeah. <laughs> it's a tiger beat. It's fine. So I'm watching this show and. Jeff Lowe, they're all driving around. They've got these baby tiger cubs in the car, right? And so I'm watching this whole thing going, there's cougar in the car! Like, <laughs> the whole time, just Talladega uniting it, and, uh, yeah. I was like, but that was a fake movie. This is real. <laughs> so when we went to Vegas the last time, what was it, about three years ago, four years ago, maybe? Oh, it was before we were married, so yeah, four or five four years or five, ago. Yeah. We uh we saw the jungle bus or whatever we driving around. It and drove we're like, that by. Can't be a thing. It drove by because it, it. I I like as soon as they showed the picture of it, I'm like, holy shit, Steve, we saw it because we saw like jungle bus live tigers, and I was like, Steve looks fucking awesome. And then we saw the part where it said and live monkeys, and I was like, fuck that bus. Nope, nope. <laughs> Tigers, right. okay. Monkeys, no thank you. That was about 10 minutes before we met the diving goat That's in right. front of the Bellagio. That's right. Why is there not a documentary on diving goats? I'd watch that. Uh, That's just what I want to know. They let me pet the diving goat because I told them I used to have goats. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they they don't let anybody else touch that goat. They actually weren't letting a lot of people touch the goat. No, no, no. They weren't letting a lot of people. That goat has seen some shit. I was sort of sitting there squealing, and the guy was like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I grew up on a goat farm, and I used to have goats. And the guy was like, oh, well, do you want to pet him? You are goat certified. (laughs) That's I am goat there. certified. We had like 30 African pygmy goats at one point. They were great. Nice. I miss them. Wow. So you're not that far off from Tiger King. <laughs> you know what though? Pygmy goats like oh, are supposed to live in herds. And also we could feed all of ours, not from a Walmart truck. We're mm. going to call you the goat queen. 
Do it. I will be the goat queen. She is the goat. I'm the goat queen of Eden. That means we got to get uh, Steve into a little goat's horns and a leash and walk him around like Howard. I'd like oh, to see I'll that. do it in a heartbeat. He uh, he just stepped out to have a cup of coffee real quick, but uh, yeah, I would I will absolutely put goat horns and a goat leash on my husband, walk him around the neighborhood. I'd like pictures of that. <laughs> I would I like mean, the I would like the other pictures of that. <laughs> No, I'll dig up. I'll dig up some pictures of me with my goaties and post them online for you all. And Steve's back. <laughs> the new sequel to Goat Queen. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have you dress up like a goat, and she's gonna walk you around. And then every once in a while, she's gonna stroke your udders. Yeah. Just milk him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the point of having the goat if you're not gonna fuck it? Am I right? <laughs> She we're had one for every day. We're gonna W the the horny kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my grandma used to say, "Why buy the cat when you get the sex for free?" <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, any any uh, closing thoughts? Any uh, again uh, spinoffs you want to see? Any unanswered questions you want to come to light? I just saw that uh, you did those kitty kitty stickers on. Uh, on one of these sites, so I'm, I kind of want some now. Do you remember her? Uh, hey, cats and kittens! It's like, what? <laughs> hey there, cool cats and kittens! Yeah. <laughs> How weird was that lookalike in the Here Kitty Kitty video? I was like, did Carol actually stand up and take this I video? I thought it was Carol. I thought it was Carol too, and I'm like, well, that's really weird. Let's be honest about Carol. Carol, despite the fact that she's crazy, looks like a basic bitch. She looks it's like true. nine. <laughs> I could I could get you nine Carols today, wandering around <laughs> the little tiny town I live in. So I can just imagine in Oklahoma, he probably just threw a roll of quarters down the street and they all ran out and picked them up. <laughs> I thought it was my aunt for a while. <laughs> it was bizarre. I was like, is that? Carrie looked a lot like Carol. It's like, hmm. I was like, she's got a good sense of humor. I don't know. <laughs> well, by the way, in a couple of weeks, all Karens will now be called Carols. Right. <laughs> R.I.P. Karen. Hello, Carol. Hi, Felicia. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, she's just like, come to my zoo. I'm an internet celebrity. You're like, whoa. <laughs> By the way, if you're not joining the page, I'm going to block every comment that comes across your Facebook. Mm -hmm. And now every true crime podcaster in the world is like, we got to go to Tampa. Let's go. (laughs) Road trip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. So a little little dark one. Who's the next star of the show that's going to die? (laughs) My money's on Jeff Lowe. (laughs) Ooh, but is it going to be suicide or murder? Alan. I think, I think Alan's gonna do it. No, Alan, I'm, totally. You know, yeah. I wanna, I wanna say uh, James Garrison because right at the very end, he's all like, "What do you mean? No, no, turn that off before I talk to you." No, I'm yeah, just, yeah. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're, 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 I'm okay. It's, it's gonna be the hitman. He's, he's gonna overdose on meth. Yeah. <laughs> Too much it's gonna be Lauren. Lauren is gonna be some kind of tragic accident, and then the new nanny is gonna take over as the mom. Mm. Oh, hurt her baby die in a single car accident, maybe? No, nope. I didn't say the baby's dying. I'm saying Lauren's dying. Oh, the dying. baby's around, just Lauren. Yeah, the baby's going to know the, the, the nurse, uh, the, the nanny from day one, so they won't, oh, they, no. they won't even know it's not his mom. 
guys, who's just who just picked the next fight with Jeff Lowe? It's gonna be Spider Monkey guy. Oh shit! Oh, they're already uh, fighting. They're already yeah. fighting because he because he was paying for everything and and Jeff yeah. wasn't doing shit. Who does yeah. that? That's so his, dumb. His name is on fifty percent of the stuff. As soon as he passes away, Jeff Lowe's gonna get it all. That's the only way Jeff Lowe gets it all. Yeah. See, secretly, it's not even gonna be Spider Monkey guy. It's just gonna be the monkey. They, he no. has been training those monkeys to kill. <laughs> Spike, no! <laughs> <laughs> no bubbles! <laughs> oh! Too soon. <laughs> bubbles was a favorite. I remember uh, the eulogy at Bubbles' funeral. He was a, just put his testicles right on my head. <laughs> he was so oh ignorant. Gosh. His golden <laughs> nugget. I saw a tiger. What? <laughs> Immediately after Kelsey like lost her arm, I mean, he's just all like, I am never going to financially recover from this. And then Travis <laughs> oh, yeah. shoots himself in the head. I am never going to financially recover from this. Hey, you need just, to. He, he thinks he's a big corporation. That's exactly what Walt Disney and Amazon's doing right now with the, the collapse of the stock market. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. No. Someone died. We're going to be screwed financially. Yeah. By the way, guys, it... we totally forgot to mention that when when Seth loses his arm in the in the tiger thing, Joe's first thing go put on an EMS jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were all costumed up for the whole thing. I'm like, why is he dressed like a priest? Why is he dressed like a EMS? Why does he have a weird sheriff's belt buckle? Oh, and that cop that was actually his limo driver, right? Oh. Like, uh, let's see, do we have a conflict of interest here? Nah, keep going, it's fine. And the then only just person on... who was, like, honest in the entire show was Safri. I mean, the entire time. I mean, just sit down, tell an honest story. Yep, lost my arm. And Joshua. Joshua uh, was pretty Joshua honest. Joshua was yeah, good. That's true. The guy with no legs with the crazy clown. Uh... I, I still <laughs> yeah, Ranky. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ranky. <laughs> I don't oh think God, that yeah, is like... necessarily a good person, but when you're looking at it in the... Uh, in the greater scheme here. I don't think Rinky's a bad guy. Like I said, like Rinky seems like the guys I all grew up with where like he just, you know, like wants to do cool shit and he's not out to hurt anybody. He's just yeah, out he's to, like, you know, Eric. live his life. Eric was sitting there crying, like uh, going, uh, I lied to those tigers when they died that I was there. And Eric that, was that so fucking drunk. They hit Math. me for a minute. That hit me for Theories. a hard minute. Like you yeah. asshole. He was, he deserved, he's just a shit. Eric was a shit. I bet Rinky knows a lot more than what's going on, but he's not going to say anything because he ain't going to go down for this. I don't blame him. No, because all of, like, everything that was going to be probably put against him is gone now. So why bring up anything that could go, you know, south? Yeah. You wait. He's going to be a uh, state's evidence. That's all he's waiting for. He's like, I'm just going to keep, keep a low profile, and if shit comes my way, I'll just turn state's evidence. And he's it was playing. interesting that the, like the federal prosecutors were did not ask him any questions. He's like, I'm I worked there for 18 years. Nobody <laughs> asked me a thing. I'm like, hmm, probably because he's not a reliable. Here, here's the reason why, and this is, and my wife Heather brought this up. Everybody there is a felon, uh-huh. so. Everybody who testifies for or against somebody who's a felon, if it's if it's not the DA who wants them to say something, and in, in this case he would have protected Joe King, uh, Joe Exotic. I don't know why I keep calling him Joe King. Joe Exotic. <laughs> um, 
they don't they 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 would have gotten you know ripped in half. So right. it made sense that a felon is not testifying on someone's behalf, yeah. but they'll mm. definitely testify against somebody. Yeah, this this thing could be talked about forever. It's insane. <laughs> There's just so much happening. Like I say, we're considering a Tiger King minute podcast, but it's like <laughs> yeah, there are some minutes where. It's basically just uh, them feeding tigers in a montage and stuff. Just them feeding tigers in a montage is the slow part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's the filler right there. We need a break. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. This is uh, just something I needed to talk with other people about and get other points of view. Make sure you saw it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure it wasn't a a weird fever dream or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah when we were 10 minutes in and it was like wait there's a guy there's a redneck with a mullet and tigers and there's a guy with no legs that has crazy clowns on his prosthetics we're sold yeah yeah like i said and i that- made paul watch it with me and after the first episode he's like we have to keep watching this i was like all right i figured you'd be out of here but sure i yeah. sat down and i binge watched the entire thing in one day and i, I yep. am not i am not sorry because not either i mean it was just it was it was addicting enough to where like I didn't want to wait to finish it. And yeah. I think it would have been more painful to wait to finish it. I, I think you would have had, like, I think I would have had more problems had I processed in between episodes. <laughs> like, going, I can't go back yeah, and watch that. Like, I can't watch that. I have to watch it all the way through. So, By the way, guys, uh, before we tap out, do you guys want to hear about the, uh, the Tiger King drinking game? Yes. yes. Oh, you may die. I'm just going to say this. Take a drink. Everybody says Carol Baskin's full name. You have to do a double shot if it's followed by that bitch. Oh, no. (laughs) Take a drink anytime someone is shirtless on screen. No. (laughs) Take a drink whenever someone fires their weapon or points it at the camera. (laughs) Take a drink whenever they show that bitch Carol on her Wicked Witch of the West bike. (laughs) Take a drink every time Joe curses. Oh, jeez. Take two drinks every time someone's attacked by big cats. Take two drinks every time a Joe Exotic song is played. No, no. I saw a tiger. Really, any one of those could kill you. To yeah. you say, your liver is just going to melt out and just you'd be gone. No this, is, uh, this is like almost as dangerous as the you know 1960s Pete's Dragons drinking game, where one of the rules is. In the village, whenever someone's wearing a hat, take a drink. And I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm already done. You're dead. I'm already done. (laughs) It's more like if somebody says, pass him a quaddy, take a drink. That's the only way to say (laughs) There's a whole song. Uh, (laughs) Anytime nobody can see the dragon. (laughs) No, that's literally a rule. That is is a rule whenever Elliot is invisible. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had oh. to, I had to like make an, a ruling of like, no, we're still in town. I'm not counting every single frame that he is not seen. <laughs> we're in town. That's one big drink. I'll take a big drink. Yeah, man. You, you know it's you know it's tough when the Stephen King drinking game seems safer. <laughs> yep. Uh, or the Fast and Furious drinking game. Oh, you could die doing that. Anytime somebody says Nos. <laughs> what? No. Pass. Do you have to like, take an extra shot if they say Cuban Nos? <laughs> no, you gotta take a Cuban shot. I think we made up one for Deep Blue Sea when we covered that. I can't remember what it was now, but it was like, and we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Are we all at that age where drinking games aren't for us anymore? Mm. Yeah. 
can't even drink water like that anymore. I have to keep him to go to the bathroom. I know. I can't make it through the movie. No. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks so much, guys. We, Thank we you really guys appreciate so much. it. Oh, my God. This this show. Uh, I, I want to watch it for like a third time. Just I see do if too. I missed anything. Steve, you want to do that tonight? Sure. Why not? <laughs> I will be watching oh. as well. So. We'll oh. I need to just like live stream it on Twitter. They just go through and watch and what the? <gasps> we can do the Netflix watch party. <gasps> yes. See if we forgot to talk about our drink. Oh yeah, I made a special drink for just for this. We kind we kind of talked about the ingredients, but if you want to elaborate on it a little bit. Uh yeah, well Drew wasn't here. Uh so yeah, so I made us up the Polynesian pop drink, the Suffering Bastard. In honor of this show. And yeah, it involves uh, ginger beer, gin, brandy, bitters, um, lime juice, and some simple syrup. And it's actually way more delicious than you think it would be. Absolutely. I'm I'm actually on board. That sounds good. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah, we uh, we had a couple of them while we watched it the second time. (laughs) I guarantee a suffering bastard increases the enjoyment of uh, Tiger King. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I guess on that note, thank you, everybody. And uh, people listening at home, you may be wondering, is this the best show on Netflix? And I can only respond with, can you shoot a Ruger without a clip? Oh, 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 you're dead right. (laughs) As as soon as that line was uttered, Steve shot up on the couch, covered his mouth, and was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it's like, like you can't shoot a real girl without a glove. Like, no, that's actually what they're quite famous for. What's about to? Oh no! No! Oh! And then Josh's reaction was just perfect. It was like thirty seconds of like stunned right? silence, just staring. I'm like, yeah, that's that's, that's about right. See, this is where this is where like I would end up going to jail because like in those kinds of just like unbelievably intense situations, my like instinct is just to start laughing. Yeah, same. <laughs> and then, Nervous like, laughter, it slowly yeah. turns into crying, but it starts out like, oh, shit! <laughs> Steve's seen it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Steve, if we wanted to hear these awesome people on other podcasts, how would we find them? I don't know. Where, where can we find nerdy bitches? You can find us everywhere. We're at Nerdy Bitches Pod on Twitter and Nerdy Bitches everywhere else. And you can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps. Excellent. How about Matinee Heroes? Is that still a thing? Yeah, sadly enough, it still is. It's still <laughs> around. It's it's limping to the to the end zone. But yes, uh, you can find us at matineeheroes.com and Matinee Heroes on everything. Excellent. Uh, Real Fills, uh, what's coming up on there? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well... Uh, so we will be having our British our British episode that is uh, going to be coming out, which, uh, you know what? The clues are coming out tomorrow. So uh, it's uh, it's going to be the, uh, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. Ooh. So that will be our British episode. And after that, soon to come is going to be romantic drama and then film noir. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, My- Michael, are you still here? Yeah, I've still been here the whole time. Okay, you're just so quiet, man. I mean, I tried, I tried um, talking. It's just I couldn't really get through all that much. Oh no! <laughs> well, opinions and where can we find you? Um, 
you can find me on the Twitter. Um, I, I'm actually kind of a co-host on Movies That Rock, which is a podcast where we talk about uh, rock and roll movies. I will be on an episode about Led Zeppelin's The Song Remains the Same if you want to actually hear me talk and have opinions. <laughs> so check that out. And uh, any, any closing thoughts you'd like to share? Yeah, that was a crime to pizza. We never did talk about that. <laughs> I think some of those meat items came from the Walmart truck. Oh, they had, they admitted that they did. Oh, I bet. It definitely looked like it. <laughs> and my uh, spinoff show, I think Joe Exotic needs to do a concert like on Access TV or something. Yeah, Palladium mm. or whatever that channel is. <laughs> Joe Exotic, live from, oh my God, Grady County Jail. So is he still in jail? I can't figure it out. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll be in jail for 22 years. years. Yep. And um, he's at the the Grady County Jail. He supposed to, I think he's going to get moved to federal prison at some point. I was going to say he'd have to. That's a long time for county. Well, he's only been in there since uh, January, so he's not been in there a long time. I think that's the thing is we keep forgetting that this is, did not happen years ago. This just happened. So it's, it it's only part. It's like October, I thought, at least from the whatever they were putting on the show. No. When you look, the the trial went for a couple of like seven right. weeks, and yeah. all the articles that I found about him all happened like in January, where they said, "Oh, this guy's in jail now." Mm-hmm. So um, he's been, and, and of course March has felt like four years. So that's probably why you think it's right. a long time ago. Yeah, but, yeah, no, he's uh, he's still he's still out, and ki- he's still in and kicking, but he's just got there. Mm. Yeah, damn. well, I mean, Doc, Doc Ansel just got raided in December. I need video of that so badly. <laughs> I need it. We'll focus on the main harem gathering area, and then we'll disperse from there. Yeah. We'll do an airdrop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Airdrops over tiger places are probably a terrible idea. Yeah. Throw it out there. One, one gust of wind, it becomes a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me over at Untidy Venus on everything. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping, especially over at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I have all kinds of amazing wares you may purchase. How about you, Steve? Where do we find you? Uh, well, you can find me at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, also coming soon, Tiger King Minute Podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> And babe, hypothetically speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Uh, you know what? You know what? No, it was going to be a horrible joke. I'm not. Even... <laughs> let's let's just skip that. Yeah, I did yeah. find uh, uh, top ten things you didn't know about Doc Antle. <laughs> oh. Number 10, his real name. Doc Antle was born in Arizona in 1960. His given birth name is Mahiavi Bhagavan Antle. They moved to Southern California. The Bhagavan thing. Yeah, he moved to Southern California, was tired of his schoolmates not being able to pronounce his name, so he went by Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) There's something wrong with Kevin. That's the name of the show. There's something wrong with Kevin. Right. Doc Antle story. Yep. Uh, So. Doc's nickname. He was given the name Doc after studying uh, in sh- abroad in China. Which is all the great What's doctors go to China. He has yeah. a do- uh, in he apparently has a do- doctoral degree in Chinese medicine and mysticism in China. 
and has used the name Doc ever since. Me too. They mentioned that on the show. They said he has a doctorate in mysticism. Yep. Jesus. Uh, Doc Antle is credited with overseeing the wild animals in multiple films, including Sergeant Kabuki Kabuki Man. Kabuki Man. Yeah, Kabuki. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The War, Jungle Book. Sergeant Bakaki, but that was sorry. (laughs) It looked weird on screen. Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls, Wild America, Mighty Joe Young, The Jungle Book Two, and The Notorious Betty Page. He's also consented on hundreds of movies, including their animals, but not all of them are listed. He also provided tigers for music videos for people such as P. Diddy, Janet Jackson, Ashante, and more. <laughs> Apparently he was supposed to go on tour with Britney Spears, but they uh, had trouble getting some of the permits for some of the concert venues. A.K.A. Britney's 2007 meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> Exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Doc Antle got involved with Tigers when Exxon approached him to do a presentation at their annual convention, and they wanted something with a lot of uh, a lot of spunk and that would go with their campaign. Put a tiger oh. in your tank. So he purchased two tigers. Well, monkeys will give you spunk. <laughs> oh. Well, I think it's Stark, that Tim Stark guy. Why did they get Siegfried and Roy for that? That's I don't that's know. Exxon being cheap. Come on, oil, you've got bigger money than that. Uh, yeah, he's been on over a dozen late night shows. Uh, ooh, he's part of multiple organizations, including Tigers, the Institute of Greatly Endangered and Rare Species. Um, he also runs the Rare Species Fund and a couple of other ones that were not ma- uh, named. Okay. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> the Secret the Slush Fund. Committee? Right? I don't know. About? Yeah. Let's the see, federal um, body inspector, is that what he is? Yeah. Oh, apparently he helps fund the Tiger Lantern Project, where they send solar-powered lanterns <laughs> to India to avoid uh, perilous human and wild tiger interactions. Yeah, so, I mean, that's good. You. The yeah. lamp will save you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you've got more light, the tigers do tend to avoid people in the villages. You'll at least know which direction to run away from. Right. <laughs> right? Uh, Doc Antle was behind the um, Vanishing Species Tiger Stamp in 2011. He made the proposal to the uh, post office. And then, oh yeah, and then the number one you didn't know is all the backlash, whatever. Yeah, he's got a bunch of fines and whatever, but he's losing his mind. I thought this was supposed to be stuff we didn't know about him. I don't know, right. it looks good. <laughs> like, like, bait. like he has a superfluous third nipple. What? <laughs> he used that to go didn't by come Ke- up in the interview. He used to go by Kevin, Steve. Yeah, 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 I, guess. <laughs> I think that's the most important. White. What? It's a takeaway right there. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger being called Mark in Raw Deal. Like, whoa, Mark? Yeah. My name well, it's like John, like every other movie, you know. Mm-hmm. It's mock, mock. It's like he can't even pronounce it. Come on, that's just mean. <laughs> My name is Mark. I'm named after one of the religious people named Mark, Joseph, Mark, and Michael, and all the other angels. It's like Jean Claude Van Damme and Time Cop. Hi, my name is Max Walker. <laughs> sure it is. Yes. Every other movie, it's like Chance Boudreaux to Carcassonne. What about Christmas? <laughs> well, I'm going to do something that no one did on Tiger King, and I'm going to leave early before this gets out of hand. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye, oh, Craig. shit, the bus is coming. <laughs> Bye, Craig. <laughs>
Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Have Thank a good you night. So the Tiger King like three more times. Yeah! She was a rich woman. She had rich taste. She felt the blood running through her veins. She liked the life she had. She loved her big cats and the beauty of being a Everything was fine, just as sweet as wine, but her husband went and disappeared. But then it got a little crazy, it got a little hazy, and the cops said there's something wrong here. Oh, here, kitty, kitty. Mama's got some treats for you. Mama made this for you.